Hello everybody, this is me Amin. This is Alex. And welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the latest EV that's been launched in the country. No, it's not the Tesla. It is only Thursday, 6th of July. And this car was launched yesterday, the 5th of July, 2023. And we're talking about the Kia Niro EV6. Okay, so why are we EV6? talking... EV6? <laughs> okay, sorry. Not... <laughs> Okay, it's the Kia Niro EV. All right, so why are we talking about the Kia Niro EV? Um, number one, it is when when we got wind of the car coming to Malaysia, it was going to be launched in Malaysia. We kind of expected it to be priced uh, competitively, uh, maybe around two hundred thousand and below mark. So that makes it a very enticing purchase for EV buyers, EV or people who want to buy EVs. I mean, I mean, Alex and I, we drive the Kia EV6. Um, and I think they make, Kia makes really good EVs. Uh, we tried the Kia Kona EV. Hyundai Kona. Hyundai, okay, Hyundai Kona, sorry. Okay, Hyundai and Kia is the same company. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> Hyundai and Kia, they make, Good EV. So we were excited about the Nero EV because, hey, you know, you're going to get a really good package, um, really good quality car at a really good price. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the Nero, talk about the price, um, what you get for the spec, and then we're going to talk about the cars that you can get for around the same price, and then we're going to close up by deciding on whether we're going to get the Nero or something else. All right, Alex, break it down. What is in the Kia Niro EV? So the Kia Niro, like you mentioned, is basically it's like a compact SUV. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite similar to the Hyundai Kona, but except that the Niro is slightly bigger. He has a longer wheelbase. It's more spacious. Unlike the Kona, which we reviewed recently, I think last year, that the, the rear room is quite rubbish. Mm. It's a small boot, but this has a sizable uh, rear space mm. as well as a boot. And it comes with a single motor powering the front wheels, which is quite typical for compact SUVs. Uh, it can produce uh, 150 kilowatts that's 201 horsepower similar horsepower I mean similar power output as the Kona Electric Emax wow. similar to the BYD Ato 3 so 200 horsepower mm. um, from, from the motor and it can do 0 to 100 kilometers per hour in 7.8 seconds with a top speed of 167 uh, kilometers per hour mm. And it comes with a quite a sizable battery, uh, about 65 kilowatt hour, mm. and you can get uh, up to 460 kilometers of driving range on a single charge. Wow! And yeah. Mm. So in terms of charging, well, uh, it, like most uh, EVs in the market, you can support 11 kilowatt AC. It can support DC fast charging up to 80 kilowatts. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the fastest, but it's pretty decent. And the price. Mm. Mm. 256,668 ringgit. Woo! That's a lot. <laughs> That's way off our estimation because when we see the corner, right, we mm. thought, okay, maybe it's going to be slightly more expensive than the corner because the corner uh, electric EMAX is about 200,000 ringgit. Okay. So we thought, we thought, okay, maybe it's 220, mm. the most maybe 230, mm. but man, 256,000 ringgit, that's touching um, the, a whole different level altogether. Yeah, that opens you up to a higher class of EV. They are bigger, with more tech, and then more prestige, I would say. Yeah, I mean, okay. So is there only one variant of the Kia Niro in Malaysia? But is there like an all-wheel drive variant of the Kia Niro EV? Nope. So this is like similar to the Hyundai Kona. So it's only uh, single single motor uh-huh. powering the front wheels. 
Okay, so let's take the price out of the equation mm-hmm. and let's look at the Kia Niro as a car yep. by itself. Spec-wise, I think it's a competent Ford-ish. Okay, I don't want to say price, but it's a competent EV. Yes, it is all right boxes. Addressing a particular segment. We're talking about non-all-wheel drive. It's front-wheel driven. Uh, range is about close to four, 500 kilometers because, yep. because of the front-wheel drive. And power is about two hundred plus because of the fr- because it's front in a uh, front engine pula. It's front, front motor. motor. So the front motor of the Kia range and Hyundai range of cars are less uh, smaller. So the power output is not more. So if you do get an a real wheel drive variant, maybe the power output is more. But I feel like Kia has designed the Nero to fit a segment, a price segment. Unfortunately, the pricing in Malaysia. At close to two hundred and fifty-six thousand ringgit, puts it out of the segment that it was designed to be in. Yeah, we talked about like the car brings in a lot of technology from the EV6. Yes, I noticed the seats are the same, the front seats. Yeah, um, and okay, so and it has that kind of like uh, the dashboard is double digital. Uh, but the screen is not as big as the EV6. I think it's actually, close. Actually, it's similar to it. Both, they also has two 10.25-inch uh-huh. displays. Very similar to EV6. Oh, is it? Yes. Uh, but it looks smaller though in pictures. I mean, I'm seeing it yep. in, in pictures that Chapri took. Uh, yeah. So because I think... It looks smaller. I think it's because of the, the thick bezels. The binnacle is bigger. Yeah. The, and, the, uh, and then unlike the EV6 where you have uh, two screens like side-by-side aligned properly, this one, right, the center display is actually like a position a bit lower. So, ah. so it looks a bit different. So you at first look at it, why why it looks looks like it's smaller, but mm. actually it's the same size, two ten point two five inch. And and also it also like you mentioned, like it shares a lot of components on EV six. Like uh-huh. for example, the aircon control. So you have this single uh, strip that you can uh change toggle between aircon and uh, media controls. Yep. And you also have the rotary gear selector at mm. the center uh center center area. And then and it, I mean. Okay. Like you said, right? It takes all the boxes. So, is there anything that is there anything to complain? Okay, let's take price out of the equation. Is there anything to complain about the EV6? Oh, how big is uh, sorry, EV6. sorry, the Nero Nero EV? Yep. <laughs> how big is the boot? I think it's around three hundred plus uh, liters, which is pretty decent mm. because it's a compact SUV. Mm. Spec in this kind of type price range. Mm. Uh, the only thing I need to comp- I want to complain is probably. I'm not sure whether I can com- com- can say it's complaint because it's executed much better than the rest because the charging port for the the Nero mm. is in the front, but at least it's it's in the center. Yes, and the way they design it looks like it's part of the design, unlike the corner yep. where the the cover right is like off center. Mm. It's like you tell a whole world, okay, this is like an afterthought. I just put the <laughs> I need to put somewhere put the charging port somewhere. Okay, nah, here you go, some yes. random spot because the Kia logo is in the way. Uh, so, I'm sorry, Hyundai like, logo is in the way. But Hyundai logo, the logo is on the top. So I don't know why they can't make it in the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's because of packaging, I think. Yes. Um, okay, so the other things that we like about this is uh, it comes with V2L. Yes, V2L. You That's, can. And it's a proper V2L. It's not the BYD execution of a V2L. Yeah. <laughs> so for those who don't know, V2L is basically your car essentially can power up home appliances. Mm. So uh, similar to what you get from the Hyundai Ionic 5, uh, also the Kia EV6, they come with this, uh, like a so like a dongle or adapter where mm. you plug to the charging uh, uh, port, the mm. CCS2 port, and 
at the other end, you get a three-pin uh, outlet. So you can use that to power uh, home appliances up to 3,600 watts. Mm. So that's quite uh, that's quite uh, usable. I like the BOID. So BOID's execution is they don't give you the dongle. What they give you is like a like a power strip that's connected to the to the head. Yep. Yeah. To the CCS yes. adapter. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So th- that doesn't work. So uh, w- what I can say is I can vouch that Kia's V2L is better. Does it come with a three-pin plug like like the EV6? The granny charger? No, no, the three plane plug. You know, uh, you know the EV six has a three plane plug and the in the back, back uh, in the uh, rear seat. I don't, I don't think I noticed that. I don't think it comes with this car. As a car, I mean, we've driven the again I mentioned we've driven the Hyundai Kona, the Ioniq five, Ioniq five, the Kia EV six. Um, so I don't have any problems with. Hyundai Kia cars. I think they're competent. They're comfortable. Uh, this one has enough power. I think the specs is up there. Uh, it has all the safety features. Yes. Blind, blind, blind spot assist. Um, Autonomous emergency braking. Also uh, the smart cruise control with uh, stop and go traffic. So it has that. Uh, of course, the only thing that's missing is the, the like the I forgot the name. Basically, the blind spot feed. So yep. the camera, the cameras, they don't have that. Yeah. yeah. So the blind spot assistance, where you when you turn on the signal, signal the camera will turn on on the dashboard, and you can use the camera to see behind you. But I mean, I like the feature, but it's not something that you would miss if you haven't tried yes. it before. So it's not really a big deal. In fact, the competitors don't have this. Yes. So spec-wise, it is a mixed bag, I think. But generally, slightly better than its closest competitor without considering the price, which mm. I think is the BYD Auto. Mm. Uh, BYD Auto. BYD Auto. Auto 3. Yes, Auto 3. Now, let's talk about the price. 256,000. I think the whole whole of Malaysia agrees that it is too expensive. Yes. It is too expensive because it puts this Kia, again, I'm I'm uh, disclaimer here, I think Kias are really good car except for this car. Yes, I must agree. So, it puts this car in another range altogether. So, we we talked we talked about the BYD Auto 3, which is the closest Comparison in terms of specifications size, and yeah. and size and the 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 what Kia, the manufacturer has designed the car to be. It is a mid-range mini SUV to be priced mid-rangely. Mm-hmm. So it should be around 180, maybe 190 if you want to be premium over BYD because yes. BYD is an unknown brand. Yeah, putting it at 256,000 ringgit. Puts the Kia Niro EV closer to, wait for it, BMW, yep, Volvo, and even the Hyundai. Yeah. Also, it was quite close to the the bigger brother EV6. Since you're going to spend that much money already. Yeah. Yeah. So two hundred and fifty six thousand ringgit is a lot of money for a car. And by the looks of what I can see in the a Kia Niro EV, it kind of like doesn't match that price. A lot of people who are going there and they look at it and they're like, yeah, I like this car. And when they start asking the salesman, hey, this is, uh, I want to buy this car. How much is it going to It's going to cost 256000 ringgit. It comes with what? Five-year warranty? Yes, five-year warranty, battery eight years. And in touching back the price again, right? Mm. Let's say you ask the salesman, okay, what this car had over 256k and you go like, wait a minute, you can get pretty much the same thing 
for 100,000 ringgit less with the BYD Atto 3. Yes. Because the BYD Atto 3 is very competent. It also has a, it's a smaller battery, 60 mm. kilowatt hour. Mm. Uh, the range is slightly smaller, 420 kilometers. Mm. But you also say has the same power output, 201 horsepower, mm. uh, can do 160 kilometers per hour. Mm. And the BYD Atto 3 is slightly quicker, 7.3 seconds. And of course, in terms of size, they're very, they're actually identical in terms of wheelbase. Mm. Both of the BYD Atto 3 and the Kia Niro EV have a wheelbase of 2.7 meters. In terms of land, um, the BYD Atto 3 is slightly longer, but it's just a few millimeters. Mm. So they're very similar. So I think if you look at spec per spec, right, it's like, wait a minute, I can save 100K mm. and get a BYD Atto 3. Yep. And I think those who are marketing the Kia or the people that made the, the decision to price the Nero at such a high price, uh, they're maybe banking like, okay, you know, people rather buy a Kia than a BYD because BYD is unknown. It's getting very common also. You want to stand out. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's, okay, so maybe that, and I wanted to get to that, right? So the BYD is getting very common. But the counterpoint to that is, if they are thinking that, okay, I'd rather buy a Kia because it's more well-known than a BYD, it's more established as a brand than BYD. The counterpoint to that is people don't mind buying BYD because it's a very competent electric vehicle at a very good price. In fact, BYD has already pushed out over a thousand Auto trees. Yep. So that's testament to people, testament to the the capability of people, of the marketeers and the salespeople selling the car uh, and the brand itself in terms of pushing the brand. And people don't mind buy, try, trying a new brand at all. Yeah, and also if you look at the context of competing against the ice ice equivalents like for example the BYD Atto 3 I think they are stealing um, customers away from Honda Honda uh, CRV mm. uh, the Mazda CX-5 mm. and if you look at the Kia Niro EV right 256,000 that's more expensive than a Sorento <sighs> or a Carnival yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's more expensive than the larger ice equivalent yes, like I'd, hello I'd rather get a Carnival than a or Sorento if you want SUV yeah, right? yeah. I mean, if you don't need so many seats. Okay, let's go down spec for spec, right? So it puts this car, this car is very close to, for example, the iX1. Yes. About 280k? 270k without the extra number. Yeah, 270 plus k. Yeah. 270. Uh, you get all-wheel drive. Yes. More power. More power. There's no V2L. Yep. And more importantly, you get the BMW badge. Yeah. A higher top speed, mm. 180 kilometers, I think. Um, okay, and then, and, 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 and I have to say, that is, um, my favorite small SUV uh, EV, and that's under three hundred thousand yes. ringgit. Uh, I think it's good. It's yep. competent. It's even better than the iX3. Mm. And then closer to that is we have the Volvo C40 and the XC40. These yep. two very similar cars. One is a coupe and one is not. About two hundred fifty, two hundred sixty, two hundred seventy thousand. Two seventy, two eighty. Now I guess we go to the last segment of the show. Which one would you get? And the Volvo is the most powerful for this price segment. You you can yep. get zero to one hundred in what four point six point seven. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy fast. Yeah, top speed is about one hundred eighty. Still faster than the the Nero. And yep. and again, prestige, right? It's a Volvo. And also, I want uh, I want to mention one more um, uh, honorable mention mm. for the same price, or actually even less than the Kia Niro. You can get even a you can get a much bigger EV, the Hyundai Ioniq Five Plus. That's for the plus. So basically, plus is the the mid spec model yep. because the Ioniq Five Max, the 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 old drive version, that's priced at two hundred seventy thousand ringgit, mm. very similar to the iX One. Yep. But you want to save money, you don't need that much of a range. Yep. The Ioniq Five Plus mm. costs two hundred and thirty eight thousand ringgit. 
cheaper. Mm. It's about 20k cheaper than the Kia Niro EV and it's a much bigger car. It has a wheelbase of 3 three meters and um, of course the the the, the motor is, is not as powerful. It's about 168 horsepower. Yeah. You get about uh, 384 kilometers of range which I think is more than enough for most people. And it's a huge car. It's a huge car. And so it looks good. Yeah. So you yeah. want the most EV for your money in terms of the size that Ionic 5 Plus is much better buy than the Kia Niro EV. And like you mentioned, right? So for 270k, you get the Max, yes. which has all-wheel drive, more power, all the bells and whistles. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's yeah, it's very hard to justify the Kia Niro EV. All right. So I think we're going to have a very short end segment. Now, we've mentioned all the cars. We have the new one, the Kia Niro EV, mm-hmm. 256,000 ringgit. If you had that much money to spend, which one would you get? Two hundred fifty-six thousand ringgit. Two hundred fifty. Okay, two fifty to two eighty. Which mm. one would you get? Okay, okay. Before that, I want to put a disclaimer. So a lot of people say, okay, you know, thirty k for a car. So this is two hundred sixty. Uh, the the highest we can get in this segment is two hundred eighty, which is mm, the the BMW and maybe the Volvo C forty. Two hundred eighty thousand. So yep. that's twenty thousand ringgit difference. Yeah. Yes, if you're gonna pay twenty thousand upfront in cash, yeah, that's a lot of money. But if you're gonna spread it across five years, seven years, nine years. Um, over the installment of the car doesn't add up to that much. Yeah, since you're in this range, right, a little bit more doesn't hurt much. Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering, right? Mm-hmm. So, Kia Niro EV, 260,000 ringgit. Let me just list down the the cars. So, please uh, help me if I forget them. So, we have the Kia Niro EV for 256,000 ringgit. Closer arrival is the Hyundai Uh, Ionic 5 Plus at 238,000 ringgit. You also have the Hyundai Ionic 5 Max at 270,000 ringgit. iX1, 280,000 ringgit. C40, 280,000 ringgit. XC40, 270,000 ringgit. So if you had to spend your money, which one would you get? I'll go for the Hyundai Ionic 5 Max. Why? Not only that you get uh, more space, but you also have the 800 volt architecture, which lets yeah. you charge super fast. We connect to a 350 kilowatt charger, or even the camp power charger at Times Square, you can get like from 10 to 80 percent in just 18 minutes. Yeah. yeah, the 800 volt architecture is a super premium feature that you only get in premium cars, and the EV6 and the Hyundai Ionic 5 range is probably the cheapest car you can get with that architecture. Yes, because other than that is the Porsche Taycan and the, the Audi Lotus, e-tron. The Lotus. And Lotus as well. Yes. yes. And only these cars have the 800 volt. And it's important because you can charge your car super fast and it makes a difference when you're traveling uh, long distance. Yeah. I Okay, so the Ionic 5 is pretty close, but I don't know. For me, the looks of the Ionic 5, it looks good now. But I'm seeing a lot of it and I don't think the Ionic 5 will age well over time. It's it, it's kind of... It's cool for now, but yeah. like 10 years from now, how will it look cool? Yeah, or even yeah. five years from now, yeah. right? Uh, I think I mentioned it before. So the C40, XC40, drove, uh, driven both of them, I think they're really good EV cars. Super fast, super good. Uh, as a car, easy to drive. Yeah. You don't, there's no start button, just get in put it into drive, it's ready to go. And it's the right size, not too big. Not too big, not too yes. small, but okay, you mentioned size, that's where I think the Achilles heel for the Volvo range of EVs right now is. I think it's a bit too small. Yep. Um, But you get 400 horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> the most powerful 
cars, I think you get for under three hundred k. Yes, you're right. But you know, I don't use the power that much, and the power has like a limit when you go to a certain point in the battery. So when you hit twenty percent battery power, battery capacity, uh, the power tapers down a bit. They go FPP. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, and then we didn't mention about sunroof, right? So. Mm-hmm. The C40 has a huge panoramic sunroof. Oh yes, but it doesn't have a cover. Yeah. In fact, we talked about this uh, before the show, right? So the BYD Auto has a bigger sunroof, and With it's cover. cheaper. Yes. And it has cover. Yes. Then the Nero, the Nero EV has sunroof, but only for the front. Yeah, passenger. like a standard sunroof to cut out. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer my question, which one should I get? F- which one will I get for 180,000 ringgit? I would go for the BMW iX1. Because it's a BMW, uh, it looks good. Yep. Um, has all the power, all-wheel drive. But then again, right? Are you when right? you mentioned? Yes. <laughs> when you mentioned eight hundred volt, I'm like, ah. Yes, that's exactly my pain point. Because and and I think we've seen some reviews overseas, right? The charging is a bit slow. Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently the actual battery architecture architecture is not just four hundred volts, like 350, 370. So you cannot sustain the maximum charge for long mm. as long as the other cars. <sighs> okay. If you charge at home daily, it's not a big deal. It's only when you travel long distance. But you need it. You need it. One percent of the time. Uh, <laughs> but you need it. No, because the thing is you need it when you need it. Yes. And you don't know that you need it. Yeah. And like BYD, for example, I know a lot of people talk about BYD. Yeah, as a long ranger, it doesn't charge that fast. You have to wait like half an hour. Yeah, the BYD, I think the the issue with BYD is the charging. Not just that, the AC charging, right, is only single phase 7 kilowatt. Mm. So if you want to get 7 kilowatt, you need to find uh, AC charger that is 22 kilowatt. Because you find 11 kilowatt, uh, because of the how they split, right? Mm. You only can get like three point seven kilowatts. So the issue with BRD is the charging. It's, it's slower than the rest. Yeah, it's slower. And yeah. and at what seven kilowatts? That's that that easily is going to double your charging time. Yeah. So let's say if for my car EV six, if I'm uh, if it's down to ten percent and I need to charge it to ninety percent on AC, I gotta wait about five hours, six hours. Yep. On BYD, okay, so battery size and everything. But on BYD, it's got probably gonna get. It's probably gonna hit seven. Uh, eight, maybe ten hours. Yeah, so that's just too long. Yeah, let's say for for example, my my charging habits because I don't have a uh a, a wall box charger at home. Mm. I normally charge outside. So normally, uh, once or twice a week, I just charge like two three hours at the mall, and I'm good to go. So if I get a BYD out of three three hours, but not be enough to charge the car. Yeah, not gonna sufficient be range. Yeah. So you need to have a wall box charger for the BYD out of three. Okay. Uh, actually, I want to go back. Uh, we, okay, we discussed previously. Uh, before the show. Uh, you talk about prices, right? Um, so the closest competitor to this is Boyd Auto Three. It is a hundred k difference. Yes, and we talked about loans just now, right? So what, what, what is what? What difference does it make to top up twenty k over five, six, seven years, nine years, or whatever it is, right? So not a lot, but if you're gonna get, if you're looking at Boyd Auto Three and you're looking at a compact SUV, um, EV. So the Boyd Auto 3 is about 176,000 ringgit. Okay, less than 170. Yes. Then you the next class, the next car that's available, that's the next car that is spec'd similarly to the Boyd Auto 3 is the Kia Nero EV and it's priced 256,000 ringgit. Yeah. So spread 100,000 ringgit across 5, 6, 7 years. You're going to feel it. Yes. <laughs> You're going to feel that. You can put in contest with 100,000 ringgit extra, right? You yeah. can use it to buy another car. You can buy a Vios or Honda City. Or you can buy two cars. You can buy yeah. <laughs> two Asias. Two Asias. <laughs> or 
Or maybe another five Asia East. <laughs> or a Neta V. Okay, no, please don't buy Neta. <laughs> don't buy. Don't yeah. buy. It. Okay, Net, the Neta V is a hundred k EV. Mm-hmm. That's probably like that is the cheapest EV you can get. But because it's cheap, don't get it. Yeah, because it's just not worth it. Or hundred k, save put in a bank and then earn some money, or put in EPF and earn extra dividends, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, save that money because uh, to be honest, right, the BRD Auto Three is just unbeatable for its value for money. Yeah, it is. I agree. Um, okay, I guess it's time to wrap up. Mm, all right, we we are more than happy to answer any questions that you have with regards to EVs um, or anything. Any question? Because you know, I think we're gonna start a new show. We're gonna start a show about. EVs and answering questions that you have about EVs, whether it's a beginner question or a pro question or whatever. So we need help. We need we need those questions coming in, and uh, we're more than happy to to answer them in our next show, in our upcoming new show. Now back to this show, Kia Niro EV6, uh, overpriced? Yes or no? Yes, definitely. definitely. Is it a good car? It is, but nope, not for the price. Yes. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. So if you're also listening to us on podcast, uh, you can also drop us a voice note if you want to. And and by the way, we are on podcast, so you can look for us on uh, on 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 Spotify. Uh, we are available as uh, Let's Talk About Searching Jump. Just search for us there and we're there. If you're listening to us on podcast, do give us a five-star rating because that helps the show a lot. Um, and if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up if you like the show, if it's been helpful, informative for you. Uh, drop us a comment, your questions, suggestions, uh, questions about EV especially because we're going to start a new show just to answer questions about EV. And yeah, and if you're listening to us on podcast, you can also drop us a voice note at let's talk about at soyachincha.com. Yep. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Uh, give us a like. I, I mentioned that already. <laughs> okay, and that's pretty much it. This is me, Amin. And this is Alex. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.